0: Why with CBUS Super? Because I'm a builder and they take care of me. Well, I had an accident on the work site and they helped me out, no worries. Yeah, they helped me out real fast. Mate, they just get me. Because they are for all of us. CBUS. For all of us. To consider if CBUS is right for you, visit CBUSSuper.com.au for a copy of the PDS. I had to go about it
1: This is the final word. World Cup Daily Day 41, coming to you from sunny Manchester. Brought to you as ever by CBUS Super, the industry a super fund hitting your retirement for six. CBUSSuper.com.au. Check them out. Is Check it- us out. Here we are. In- I like that you're just doing. <laughs> Jeff Lemon here. Adam Collins is doing like the little John sort of insert to so the that- what? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just at the back, he's the hype man for the podcast at very, present.
0: Very happy to play that role the role I was born to play. We, um,
1: we, we, need we need a bit of hype man today. Today was, um, oh, it was drab. It was dreary. It got half done. Normally, we do the uh, thirty second rap of uh, any match that we've been at, but I think since we only had one innings today, I'm going to give you fifteen seconds, Adam, <laughs> okay. to get through today's
0: play. I'm very happy with that. Well, go, go. Uh, New Zealand won the toss and batted in the first semi final at Old Trafford. They didn't do particularly well. Fifteen dot balls to start before Martin Gubdal gave a catch away. Nichols was rubbish. Williamson made a half century. No one else really showed much resistance apart from Ross Taylor. Sixty-seven not out when they resume tomorrow with the score five for two eleven with a couple of overs to go.
1: That was very good. That was fifteen point six seconds. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's I'll, I'll take that. That's, yeah, that's close enough to the pin. Um, look, it's it's hard to have a strong opinion about today because we've had half of a match. We had half a match, we had rain come in, we had the covers go off come on, go off, come on, do that dance for the rest of the day. There was a lot of um, backing and forthing about whether they would try to get the match in today. The, generally, the way it's supposed to happen is that the, uh, the under the ICC regs, they'll go to every possible effort to get the match done in one day even if that means reducing the mm-hmm. second innings to 20 overs or whatever it might be and if that's impossible, then they invoke the reserve day. That's what they've done. They called it off by about 6.30pm local time. The lights are on. It's quite dry out there at the moment. Um, so they probably could be playing now if they had wanted to play late into the night. But that hasn't happened. So they will be back tomorrow for theoretically the full match, which means 23 more deliveries to be bowled to New Zealand. Imagine having to come out and just take a couple of balls to get your eye in and then really try to accelerate towards the back end of the four overs. Um, and, and then India will theoretically have 50 overs to chase what will be a pretty modest score.
0: Here's my searing searing hot take. Yep, I did the right thing today. I'm not inclined to say that that often about cricket administrators, but they did the right thing. They gave, the, ch- they gave the, ch- the game every chance to be played. They had a big problem this afternoon. Now, bear in mind, we had five hours to deliberate over this and talk about what might happen. But if the game, I was briefed by the ICC to this effect, if the game was recalibrated as a 20-over game, so had they made the decision it was going to be a 20-over game and then the covers came back on, and we didn't bowl a ball today, it would have only been a 20-over game tomorrow. Yeah. So they made an incredibly sensible decision to not go through the process. They waited mm-hmm. till the last possible minute, and it just happened to be, at that last possible minute, the rain started the game. Had they got the ball rolling earlier, bear in mind, yeah. the covers were off for a good 45 minutes, I reckon. There was a good period of time where the Super Sopper um, dealt with the majority of the water. Um, they were clearly getting ready to play again. I think mm-hmm. they would have got on had the rain not started again. And we're talking about a fraction of drizzle, just enough for the covers to be um, put back on. Mm. Had they, at that point, said, right, we're coming back on at 6.36, which was the mag- which was the magic figure, uh, and, and we're going to play a 20-over game, and then it rained, we were in a terrible situation tomorrow, but um, wiser heads prevailed. Uh, the common-sense decision to call it off was taken and they're they're using the reserve day and they're using it in the right way which is completing the game via 100 overs if they can so uh, well played to administrators for not jumping the gun
1: yeah Um, people around the ground can come back tomorrow with the tickets they had today Uh, they can probably sneakily palm their tickets off but they can't officially sell their tickets um, mm. in, in theory for the resumption, but they can donate their tickets to um, cricket c- clubs or something if they if they can't come back. Basically, they can let the ICC know and then those allocations can be made available elsewhere. I'm, I don't think it's going to be full tomorrow for the um, the resumption.
0: Well, the, let's be honest. It wasn't full today No, during the first innings. The, the seats beneath the, the corporate hospitality box were not full. The seats in the pavilion were not full either. I know they're ICC tickets. I know they're hard to calibrate, but Um, That is to say, you know, any number of people have access to those seats and people use them or they don't use them and so on. But it wasn't a particularly good look. So yes, I'm sure the public seats will be mostly full. But um, if the corporate seats went full today, I doubt they'll be full tomorrow.
1: Let's have a look at the innings that we saw today. It was, to my eye, a game played entirely on the terms of the Indian bowlers. They... Controlled it. They did exactly what they wanted. They had New Zealand do exactly what they wanted in terms of uh, maintaining the squeeze, not being able to get any freedom throughout the innings. Kane Williamson, 67, off 95. Ross Taylor, 67, not out, off 85. I don't know if I've ever seen a worse half century in terms of the quality of the batting it involved than Ross Taylor today. He looked horrible at the crease. He somehow managed to not be out. He, he could have been out a, a number of times. He, I don't think he was dropped, but he was. He had quite a number of miscued shots and so on. Any time he tried to force the pace, he couldn't get it away. I reckon there was, I was discussing this with um, cricket writer Amy Lofthouse, we reckon that was one-timed shot and that Henry Nichols had a cover drive that was nicely timed. Oh, that's right. That was about <laughs> it. Um, well, there were
0: a couple of moments just before they went off for rain with the Grand home. And and Taylor hit a couple of boundaries, a big six from Ross Taylor on the slog sweep. But you're right, that's the lot of it. And rather than focusing on New Zealand's uh, struggles, I, I mm. just want to say, like India's bowling oh, is yeah. just immaculate. The way that Boomerat bowled at the start and at the end, indeed. But let's focus on his first spell. Um, he was unhittable. Fifteen dot balls to start the innings in the World Cup final after New Zealand won the toss and batted. Semi final, semi final. Rather, you, you would you would go a long way to find a one-day international any old time, any old place, 20 years ago even, that had 15 dots to start. But that mm. was the sort of pressure that Bhuvanesh Kumar. And Boomer were creating. And, and sure enough, it was Boomer who got the first breakthrough when finding Guptal's edge. One off 14, the end of a tortured innings. He could have been out first ball when there was a review for leg before. Um, Coley, actually, interestingly, Dhoni um, supported the, the RS uh, referral. Usually, Dhoni's like, no, no, nothing's out. but And Coley wants everything out. It's a nice exercise in contrast. But yep. they did go. And, and, and Hot it was and cold. Ice and fire. <laughs> but um, then Nichol struggled, 28 or 51. He dug in, but uh, he, he ultimately was undone by Ravinder Jadeja, who I wanted to focus on in, in particular. One for four. 41 off his 10 against Sri Lanka 1 for 34 today in in an elimination game it's hard to believe that Jadeja isn't in every side that mm. turns out for India in all three formats of the game, given how prodigiously talented he is with ball, in the field, occasionally with bat. Uh, and today he showed his broader worth as well in tying up an end. That's been the defining quality of India through the tournament. It's that their spinners can put the squeeze on. It was Kuldeep Yadav and vendor Chahal time and time again, but now Kuldeep's made way for Jadeja, a big game player, mm. uh, and, and, you know, and the results speak for themselves. Jasper Boomer
1: has... The lowest economy rate in the first 10 overs of any bowler in the tournament was a, a number that Andy Zaltzman dug up today. Not so surprised at all. So he goes at about three and over through the first 10 overs. They've got a which, big
0: problem, don't they? Teams just don't know how. And, I, and I'm not saying it, it's batsman error. It's reflective of seeing a bowler who is... I, mean, I think he's going to end up being a generational cricketer. I think he's got like... There's nothing to suggest that he's he, this. this can't continue for years. He's still a relatively young man... And he's unhittable. The amount of gener- the amount of movement he generates with the new ball, and then how accurate he is with the old ball. Uh, I understand why they're not trying to take him on because the minute you try and take on him with the new ball, you- you're subject to nicking behind or getting castled. And, and it's I just think too then, good.
1: Then you mix in the slower balls, which are yeah. hard to pick, uh, which can be bouncers, yorkers, length balls. And the fact that his bouncer, when he bowls the quick, the on pace bouncer, it's vicious and it's fast and it's at the head. Yeah, seventy so, five mile an hour sometimes. So you can't really get in position to assume that the slower ball is going to be the slower ball bouncer if, if it's a short ball because if it's the on pace one, then you're getting rack, you know whacked in the in the grill. Mm. So there's no good way to do it you know and in in saying in in criticizing the new zealand batting it's not to say that it's easy to go out there and do it differently maybe they just weren't allowed to do it differently but there has been a a lack of urgency from new zealand a number of in a number of matches they played from williamson and taylor in particular the two senior players and i can understand the thing of saying we've just got to get a score together give us something to bowl at. but there there seemed to be a a lack of willingness to take anything on at times
0: and the way that williamson got out you could point to that as well can't you use venda trahul back into the attack and Williamson plays a very un Williamson like shot, hands a long way from his body, thrashing at a ball that um, he should have been placing to the sweeper. Instead, mm-hmm. he's caught a backward point, which at a really important time, too. And then the pressure did transfer onto the all round Anisham, who couldn't really hit it off the square. To the home 16 in 10 balls, but um, got out just before the rain delay. Now, Tom Latham, who's struggling, is in with Taylor for what will be 23 balls tomorrow. 23 um, big. Yeah, yeah, big deliveries. the big, the big, the big twenty-three, oh, the big Dermot Burton. It might um, be a new format. The ECB might <laughs> be inspired. <laughs> Did you see the ECB? Did you see the ECB have briefed out the, the name of their new two hundred teams today? I, did, I, I heard that the
1: Leeds superchargers are now the, the northern, northern superchargers, chargers. just to try to get the other, <laughs> so all of the, the northern cities that hate each other will be on board.
0: And the uh, the uh, the Surrey side, which are now called the, the Oval Invincibles. Invincibles,
1: yeah, as, as um, hmm. I think it was Altsman again who pointed out, it's interesting that they've named them after an Australian team. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, yeah, that as well, and also that they last week they were going to be called the Oval Greats. The oval Greats. So they're just they're making it up as they go along. Yeah, um, the um, management consultants that are running that process. Are the having an the absolute, Majestics, yeah. the yeah. big ones. There was this documentary what about on television. The Granddoms. The, the I, Grand Homs. I, I, I would I'd go for that. The yeah. Oval Grandom. There, there was a documentary on television the other night about the two thousand and five Ashes on Channel Four. It's, mm. it's I mean there's there's some major holes in it don't get me wrong it wasn't perfect TV but what it did do was um, remind everyone I think of just how potent a force test cricket was uh, back then in that unique series I'm not saying it was always that way back then but that moment in time yeah and the, the last comment from um, Michael Vaughan, quite eloquently explaining that um, it, it, the transformative power of 2005, and then the next comment from the narrator was talking about how and and be back for cricket on Channel Four at 11 p.m. on Wednesday or on Tuesday for the highlights of the first. One. It just it, it, you, oh. you know you're reminded of how far cricket has fallen off the map, and then you hear that their solution to it is this. Uh, I mean, it, it it's difficult. It's difficult to comprehend. And I know I'm kind of repeating myself and I know others have commented on it throughout the course of this World Cup, but the fact that the next major event in this country is this joke next year is painful. Anyway, sorry, that's a sad segue. I want to say one more positive thing about India's bowling. Uh, Hardik, uh, Hardik Pandya, tough as tough as nails today. He he hobbled off the ground and up the stairs after injuring his groin. And I liked the bit how, I think it was Dinesh Kartik, possibly... For at Coley, no, no, it was Collie actually. Went up and rubbed, went up and rubbed his groin when he was struggling, which uh, sounds a bit euphemistic, but he, he did. He didn't. He didn't rub his groin. He he rubbed his groin, uh, and um and then he went up the stairs and looked like he was in a fair bit of strife. Uh, and, I'm just not game to say anything. Yeah, you know, I'm just, I'm just, you know, I'm just freewheeling here. Yep. Uh, And then he came back out He could barely move When he was fielding They obviously got him back on So he could bowl later So he wouldn't be off the ground For too long And to his absolute credit He finished his spell As quick as ever All the slower balls were there He's a very classy operator I don't know how many injections He had off the field To get him through That that 10 over spell Which ended up being worth One for 55 But um, Pandia really does Balance them beautifully It's why they can get away With only playing Four specialist bowlers
1: (laughs) I know I've mentioned this before On the podcast But I still vividly remember Being a kid reading In the paper That Tony Lockett Had uh, strained two of his groins and I was like I'd never been introduced to the concept of multiple groins before. I was like what 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 a man what what a full forward um,
0: two so. groins and four balls Tony <laughs> 21
1: contested marks and 17 goals what a day out never so. kick, never kicked
0: 17 that was done. <laughs> just be clear about that <laughs> um,
1: look, yeah, as you say, Jadeja particularly one for thirty-four of ten is mm. a very Jadeja sort of spell. The yeah. way he's just able to, to whir through it, and I particularly like—I I had the radio in my ears when when he bowled um, Henry Nichols with just a bit of turn, bit of drift, bit, bit of turn, defensive shot, just trying to defend. But I, uh, Jonathan Agnew was doing it on BBC, mm. and uh, and his description of it was—you know—sort of he's having having a normal modulated sort of Jonathan Agnew, and then he goes, "Oh, he's bowled him." How? And it was beautiful. It was sort of really encapsulated that, like, what has he done? What trick has he pulled to somehow bowl off stump a batsman playing a forward defence. Yeah, yeah, he'd done
0: just enough. And it deflected it off a couple of things on the way through, which I think helped the trajectory of the ball. But you're right, it did pitch a long way from outside, angling in from over the wicket. Um, and also, I love the fact that Jadeja, as always, getting through his overs in all of 75 seconds, which meant yep. that if not for the rain delay, we might have finished this game on time. Imagine <laughs> if and Steve O'Keefe ever played oh, on the God. same team and bowled at opposite ends. Imagine we were trying to do the, the, the Guardian. You live could blog.
1: get a 50 over <laughs> game into that two hour <laughs> slot on the BBC where, where they're getting. Yes, that's right. That's right. Uh, so New Zealand, 211, they've got five wickets down, they've got 23 balls to face tomorrow, so even if things go really, even if they came out and went absolutely hog wild, they might make 250, but they'll probably make more like 230 and lose a couple along the way. And then uh, India should, in theory, have 50 overs as long as the rain stays away, at which point we will jump straight in the car and burn rubber down to Birmingham to try to get there for some of the preview day stuff for the next semi-final tomorrow, which will also be rained out and take two days. Yeah, to
0: get rid of the preview day stuff and also to get our hire car back in time. So we've got all the incentive in the world for this game to finish in a timely manner. Let's hope it does. That's part one. We'll be back in just a second. Jeff, how about this? We've got a new spin on Nerd Pledge, but it's sent through by our great mates, Seabus Super. Really?
1: Tell me what we've got. 9.2. Two, nine. Okay, so that would have to be 9 for 29, which mm. would be the New Zealand batting collapse against Pakistan when Yassir Shah took
0: 8 for? That's very good from me, spot on. But 9.29% is also Seabus Super's averaged annual return for their default investment option over the last 34 years. I did not anticipate that completely organic segue, goodness me. Uh, do we have another number? We do, actually, as it happens. 50.
1: Okay, 50 is probably the most common number in cricket, maybe aside from naught, so that's not too clear, but maybe it's the good bit of Bradman's career in between the
0: debut at the Echo where he sucked, and then the last test where he made a duck. Very nice, right again. Also, $50 billion is how much of their members' money CBUS currently have invested?
1: Well, I've learned something new. CBUS Super, the industry super fund, hitting your retirement for six. You can visit CBUSSuper.com.au to find out more. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance to consider a CBUS is right for you. Go to CBUS Super. But it'll come to you for a this is the final word, World Cup Daily, Day 41. We hope that that break about superannuation was informative. I'm not sure which of the pre-records it was, but I hope it was as good for you as it was for us at the time. We didn't do the Hall of Fame in part one because I'm a terrible host. Hall of Fame today, well, you know what it is. Adam.
0: Uh, well, there's a couple of options, but I can't go past. I was doing a cross back to the studio when Shane Warne walked out to the middle with the umpires and he seemed to be the man they were chatting to as to whether play would resume or not. I quite, I really love the idea that, I mean, Shane Warne's obviously here doing television and whatever else his other media commitments are, but that he's the definitive source of whether a ground can be played on. Just ask Warney. Isn't he on the MCC cricket committee? He is. I'm pretty sure he, he is. Just, he, he's uh, he's he oh, yeah, is
1: on he the MCC. Stumps. Oh, put put <laughs> diamantes on them. Um, <laughs> um, but but also that Dave Richardson, the um, chief executive of the ICC, yeah. was, when they were taking the covers off for what turned out to be the last time before they went back on, he was out there directing traffic. He was you know very hands on. It's nice to see the the top brass getting out there and actually you know boots on the ground as it were.
0: Yeah, I, I still really enjoy that process where it's pretty much the bottom end of the brawley. Determines whether you go back on, isn't it? Mm.
1: It's the it's, Paul Rifle umbrella, which got a mention in Hall of Fame discussions earlier it did, in the tournament. And we
0: got tweeted out this today. I don't think it was Paul Rifle doing it today. It was probably umpire Nigel Long, who was the, the fourth official who seemed to be the main brolly pusher. Mm. But um, yeah, that's a good gig, isn't
1: it?
0: He's the kind of guy, as an umpire, I often see Nigel Long well you two too of course Jeff sort of we sort of see him out and about when we're on tour and he's always the guy who the best way to describe him as like Nigel Long might be in his 40s now but mm. he dresses like he's in his 20s that's not said in a negative way he's just, he's just one cool looking dude <laughs> and um, that's how I always think of him when he's officiating right. as well
1: and, and when I pass Richard, Richard Kettlebury in a, in a hallway or something somewhere and he's in casuals you're always like he's really built he's quite yeah, ripped he you're like oh Jesus he's yeah, <laughs> yeah, a take intimidating. It in his um, <laughs> intimidating yeah it's strange seeing people up close I I I wandered past Jimmy Anderson today Who I haven't seen much up close And I was like He's disarmingly handsome in person And tall
0: I've never thought about him being tall or good looking Yeah, Jimmy Anderson is He looks small on a cricket He's probably the same height as me Not quite as tall as you Which he's not You know, I'm probably 6'2 and change And you're 6'5 or something He might be somewhere in between the two of us But you don't think of Anderson as as a tall man Because of the fact he's always bold with Stuart Broad
1: Jimmy Anderson Somewhere between the two of us What a, what a day! <laughs> when I was, when, when
0: you, Can I be bothered going on a... Ten, no, let's let's not go down a tangent about my affection for Jimmy Anderson when I was right. younger. Let's we're, leave that there.
1: We'll leave that for another day. We don't we'll have enough time long we're, show. We're, we're up to seventeen minutes already. Oh uh, God, but, how does we, it happen? We, we, it just ha- every day the time just fritters away. So glad to have all of you with us. Up uh, or anything? Last, well, yeah. Last w- words.
0: W- one more. Please vote. Um, we've had a great response to the polls on Twitter and on the on, on the website. So findawordcricket You'll see the Hall of Fame democratic process eight categories, please vote in them all. Thanks to C Bus Super for running the running the process for us. Uh, it's going to be fantastic as we build towards the the final show or the penultimate show on Saturday night. So please get in. It'll take you a minute. It's all on Twitter. It's all on the website, finalwordcricket.com.
1: And if you want to throw in a few bucks to the podcast to keep it going, go to patreon.com slash the final word. That's enough from us today for day 41. We'll be back for 42, and we'll have cricket on day 42. We were expecting a non-cricket day, but there will be a match to review. Hurrah. Uh, We'll look forward to your company then. Thanks to CBUS Super, CBUSSuper.com.au, and uh, we'll see you
0: tomorrow. Good evening. my future
1: questions, my current senses, that'd be the same we've been doing for centuries. Sorry if I ran out to
0: empty, broke this, so you know what I meant here. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself, and there's some stories I could of thousands of us are building a future we can all be proud of. For over 34 years, the growth CBUS MySuper option has returned an average of 9.29% per annum for its members while investing in projects that not only create jobs, but something better. CBUS. For all of us. To consider if CBUS is right for you, go to cbussuper.com.au for a PDS. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance.